journeying into the wilderness, we discover in no uncertain terms that we are vulnerable, we are broken, and we need help from something bigger than ourselves. We are but dust. In this journeying, we discover another truth. We are cherished. We are growing. We are sought after. Yes, we are dust, but that is not the end of our story. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while the breath of God swept over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And later on, the Lord God said, let there be dirt, and there was dirt. And then the Lord God sculpted a person from the dirt. Scripture says dust, but we all know that's a pretty way of saying mud. And the Lord God breathed into the dirt creature's nostrils the breath of life, and the mud became human. Each one of us is dirty, that is, made of salt and carbon and bits of things. We're not so different in our essential makeup from a potato or an earthworm. The dust in our houses is, in fact, dirt. Skin and dirt from our shoes and bits of food and hair. Sure, we're made of star stuff, like the astrophysicists say. And that's beautiful, but you know what star stuff is. It's dirt, only dressed up in its Sunday best. And this is not meant for you to beat your breast and cry, I am a worm and no man, as the psalmist does. Nor is this about a false sense of humility. You know the old joke about the woman who prays to God, I'm nothing, I'm nothing. And another woman hears her and says, look who thinks she's nothing. The essential dirtiness is about recognizing where we come from. It's about knowing that God's breath in our lungs is the only thing holding us together. Not our 401ks or stock options, not our nice house in the suburbs, not our kids who mostly meet our expectations of goodness, not the amount of work we do for pay or not. We are, in some literal and poetic way, made entirely out of dirt and breath. Of course, we all know about our essential dirtiness in the other sense, not just our sexual appetites, but all of our dirtiness. The Ash Wednesday rite includes an extensive liturgy of penitence and lists those dirty parts of us that we would rather keep hidden. Our unfaithfulness, pride, hypocrisy, and impatience. Our self-indulgent appetites for exploitation. Our anger at our own frustration. Our envy of those more fortunate. Our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts and our dishonesty our negligence in prayer and worship, and my most favorite one, because it's about our failure to recognize our innate blessedness and giftedness. We confess our failure to commend the faith that is in us. I don't really want you to see those parts of me. I hide behind a sparkling clean wall of competence, so you won't see those parts. Have you got that wall too? Every one of us is made of dust, and to dust we shall return. Every one of us is made of dirt, and we spend a lot of time shellacking it so that we won't return to dirt. And we spend a lot of time examining the folks we meet for chinks in their shellac armor, looking for their innate dirtiness. This is called gossip. This is called self-righteousness. This is called prying. 
this dirtiness that we try to hide is the very same stuff that grows our vegetables. The dirt that we're made of is the very same stuff that supports our feet and houses. The dirt that is us is the very same stuff that children build forts or make clown makeup with. The dirt that we try to sweep out of the living room for the umpteenth time is a reminder of whose artwork we are. God chose that dirt. God scooped it up and mixed it with water and made us so we're both the most humble, dirtiest creatures imaginable, and also the most beloved. In a bit, here at the church, we're going to smear some more dirt on your foreheads. and We will call it dust and we'll tell you to remember your mortality. Remember that it's only God's breath holding you together. Remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Maybe you're not really ready for that. I am never ready to say that to a baby or a child when they come forward. I get a little weepy thinking of it. And maybe you're listening to me now and thinking, it's no big deal, it's just a smudge of ashes. Or maybe you're thinking, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, as did Thomas. No matter where you are right now, I invite you to begin releasing your hold on that clean wall that keeps the rest of us out. Sit comfortably in your chair or your couch. Maybe close your eyes. Rest your hand on your heart space. Breathe in and out slowly. And again. Remember that this is God's breath, given at creation. When you are ready, bring that hand or your other one to your forehead and slowly make the sign of the cross. Recall that at your baptism, someone made the same sign in the same place with the oil of chrism Recall that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Same shape, same place as the ashes. One cross signifying life, one signifying death, simultaneously. Recall who you are and who every other person is, both saint and sinner, Martin Luther said. Open your eyes. In every step we take, every moment of our days, both on our own and collectively, we've got that double cross. Remember that we are dust, that we are dirt, that we are broken and messy. And remember that we are created in the image and likeness of God, that we have hope and possibility and joy as well. Both. Be gentle with yourselves. Remember that your dirt self is both a blessing and a challenge. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. An Echo from the Well is a podcast of St. Timothy's Episcopal Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you would like to learn more, visit stimothys.com.